0: Hey, it's Kirsten. Do you feel like you're spending way too much money on supplements? When I started out on my health journey, I was also shocked about how expensive high quality supplements were, especially as I was upping how many I was taking. That's why when I became a practitioner back in 2018, I started offering my clients a way to save up to 25% off many of their supplements through a company called Wellivate, which is spelled W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-E. Through Wellevate, you can order many of the supplements that you're already taking, like Pure Encapsulations, Gaia Herbs, Enzymedica, and others at discounts of up to 25% off retail. And shipping is free for orders over $49 within the United States. The only way to buy supplements through Wellevate is through a practitioner, and I will earn a small commission at no additional cost to you while you're saving money. So if you want to start saving upwards of 25% off your supplement bill, go to the resources page on my website at carefullyhealing.com forward slash resources, and go to the well of eight section. You don't have to be a client, just set up your account and start saving. I'm Kirsten Ramstrom, former Wall Street analyst turned holistic health practitioner. In 2015, I suffered from chronic allergies, lifelong back pain, and fatigue and brain fog that were so bad that I feared that I had a brain tumor. Then I found the first medical medium book, and I quickly recovered from these symptoms plus many others. Fast forward through all of my trial and error and hard lessons learned, and now I'm using all of that knowledge and experience to help people just like you heal. I created the Quest for Healing podcast to give you clarity on what a health journey really looks like guidance to get you through challenges you may come up against, and support and inspiration here whenever you need it. So if you're looking to take control of your health so that you can move forward with your life, you're in the right place. Welcome to episode 84. Today I'm going to share with you some of the strategies I've adopted in my kitchen over the past nearly seven years that I've been following medical medium in order to make my time in the kitchen more efficient. Because listen, I get it. Before I started following this lifestyle, I was living in New York City and I lived on breakfast cereal, whatever I grabbed when I picked it up at lunchtime at the office. And then I either went out to eat dinner at night or I got something delivered. So when I started following medical medium, it was a huge lifestyle change for me because I ended up spending a lot more time in the kitchen than I was used to. And I really had to reprioritize parts of my life around that. And to be clear, This was a big pendulum swing where before I spent almost no time in the kitchen and suddenly I was spending what felt like all of my free time in the kitchen. But there is a happy medium in there that I finally settled into and I was helped out by some of the things I'm going to share with you here that I started doing. So here are a few of my favorites and I hope you find them helpful. Let's dive right in. So my first tip is to try to use and wash each big appliance only once a day. And for me, this primarily means the juicer I'm using for celery, the blender, and maybe the citrus juicer. I've timed how long it takes me to wash my Breville juicer, and it takes somewhere between four and five minutes before I dry it. And when I had the Omega, it took me about four minutes as well. Either way, that's still a decent amount of time for something that most of us do every single day. So my rule is I try to only wash it once. What that means is I plan ahead for the day. So if I'm going to make a few different juices, I usually start with the celery and end basically with anything that has garlic in it, like medical mediums, turmeric, ginger shots. I basically make a huge one of those every day. And it's also absolutely the last thing I juice because while I won't mind having a little bit of celery juice in my turmeric, ginger shot, I do not want garlic or anything else in my celery. So I'm telling you here that garlic lingers. So... (laughs) garlic always goes last. The same thing applies for the blender. Every day I usually make a heavy metal detox smoothie and sometimes either a watermelon slushy or some blended cantaloupe and maybe even some raw applesauce. And with a quick rinse in between, that's not a big deal. But once those are done, I try to think ahead in my day. Like, do I have some salad dressing I wanna blend for my lunch? Or is there a sauce that I wanna make for my dinner? because often these also have garlic in them again, and the same rules apply here with the juicer. Garlic comes last. But the point here is, I know if I'm gonna need any of these, I try to do them all at once in the morning, because the incremental amount of time to throw the ingredients in the blender isn't long, and what I'm always trying to avoid is washing the blender again. So the first tip is plan ahead so that you're only washing the big kitchen appliances once a day. So the second tip is to make big batches of certain foods so that you can have leftovers tomorrow or freeze some and have it later. I don't know about you, but I'm happy to go to the effort to make something I love. Right now, it's this vegan French onion chowder that I've been going crazy for. But if I'm gonna go to the effort, I'm gonna make enough for multiple meals. In the case of the French onion chowder, that means I'm gonna enjoy it tonight, but also have it tomorrow and maybe even the day after, And I'm also gonna make enough so I can freeze it to make sure that I have some for some night when I want less time in the kitchen. This also works really well for things like soups and chili, but it can also work well for some of the components. For example, this French onion chowder that I mentioned, the recipe has you caramelize four onions, which takes me about an hour. So I've caramelized a lot more than that and frozen enough for several batches of the soup in the freezer, which is going to save me an hour now each time I want to make it for a while. Another example is when I'm eating a lot of salads. If the salads I'm making this week will all have things like peppers and cucumbers, I'll cut up a bunch of one of those each day so that I won't have to do it on the next. So if I'm using half a cucumber, I'll cut up the whole thing, which will save me the time from doing it tomorrow. Again, this still has a lot to do with washing time for me. And when I'm making my salad at lunchtime, while I have my big cutting board out and I'm using my chef's knife, I will often chop up the things I know I'm gonna need later for dinner. And then I only use the cutting board once and I only wash the knife once. The other thing I do is I make batches of lemon juice. This started a couple of years ago when we were having some work done on our kitchen and I wasn't gonna be able to do my morning routine for a couple of weeks. So I started juicing a couple of bags of lemons at once and freezing the juice in ice cube trays. I love the OXO Good Grips ice cube trays for this. And you may have heard me mention this before because I'm maybe a little crazy in love with these because they're so easy to flip the cubes out of. But while we were getting the kitchen work done, I found that it made my morning routine much easier to be able to just pop a lemon juice ice cube in my 32-ounce jar of water and get moving with my morning instead of always juicing a fresh lemon every single time. Now, fresh is best, but this is one of the ways that I've made it easier for me to stick with lemon water every day, so I'm sticking to it. It's also great because if I ever need a couple of tablespoons of lemon juice for a salad dressing or a soup or whatever, it's right there. So that's tip number two, batch prep when you can. The third tip is to combine your supplement powders ahead of time. The idea is that if you're putting multiple powders in your smoothies every day, it could make sense to mix them into one batch so that you're only measuring out of one container. Over the past seven years, I've used as many as six or seven different powders every day, including barley grass juice powder, spirulina, Chaga mushroom, reishi powder, amla berry, shisandra berry, and wild blueberry powder. And I'm not saying that you should be taking all of these every day. You should always work with your own practitioner. But for me, it started to feel like it was taking a long time to pull each of those canisters out every day and measure them one by one every single day, especially since it's in the morning, which is a busy kitchen time for me. So now what I do is I make a big blended batch of these and I measure them out just once. You may be wondering, is it okay to mix the powders together like this? I did specifically call Vimergy about this last year before I started doing it to see if there were any issues, and they said that there aren't. So if you're using powders from other companies, you may want to check with them first. So how do I figure out how much to mix together and then how much to use for each serving? Well, it took me a little bit of time to come up with an easy way to do this, and I'm going to help you out on this and show you how I did it. I have a handout on this that you can download for free to make your life a little bit easier. The site for it is podcast.carefullyhealing.com forward slash combining supplement powders. I know that's sort of a mouthful. I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes so you can find it there. This is going to provide you with a format to help you easily figure out how much of each supplement to combine and, and how much to use for each serving after it's mixed. The general conversion I use on this is for every teaspoon of a supplement I take every day, I put a half a cup in the big mixing bowl. So if I'm using a teaspoon of spirulina a day, I add a half a cup of spirulina. And at that conversion rate, this makes about 24 days of powders. And if you double, it'll it last for 48 days. So this will work no matter how many powders you're taking and how much you're using of each. So the handout is entirely customizable. And once I've mixed all the powders together, I put them back in either some amber ball jars or back in those empty Vimergy containers. Recently, they started selling their powders in these great plastic containers instead of from bags. So I just reuse those. And I use a little bit of painter's tape, which I keep in the kitchen for labeling food containers. And write on the top, how much of the mixture I need to use for a serving So again, if you want the handout to make this easier, just go to the link in the show notes. So tip number three is to just batch your powdered supplements. Tip number four is making the most of the kitchen tools that you have. One of the tools I have found especially helpful in the kitchen is a food processor. It's great for doing some of the chopping that you don't wanna do. It's got a variety of blades, so you can chop and slice and do all kinds of really helpful things with it. One of the ways I use it a lot is when I'm making the healing broth. There are so many different things to chop for that, including onions and carrots and garlic and all that stuff. And it can take a lot of time to do that. But if you're using the food processor, you can just feed them into that and then dump it all in the soup pot. Just be really careful of the blades because they are really sharp, especially if you fumble it and happen to drop it on your foot like I did once. The second thing I wanna mention is knife skills. And there are a lot of really good videos that can help out with this, right? Because we obviously are doing a lot of chopping and using the food processor is not always the most efficient way to do it. So what you can do, and I'll put some links in the show notes for this, is learn the best ways to most efficiently use your knives. I learned during a cooking class that I took and so my knife skills have gotten a lot better and it does take practice, but let's be clear who has more practice in the kitchen than we do. <laughs> so take a look at those and also always remember to keep your knives sharp. It makes cutting everything a lot easier. So tip number four is making the most of the kitchen tools that you have. The fifth tip is to enlist help to help you with the food prep and the cleanup. Especially if you're living with your family, try to enlist them to help with some of it. Even if they aren't necessarily eating the same foods you are, find the things that overlap and ask, for instance, your kids for help. Maybe juicing the lemons and oranges in the citrus juicer would be something they'd like to do, or maybe it's help chopping up fruits and veggies for the salads or dinner or your adrenal snacks, and corral everybody to split the cleanup duties including your children and even your spouse. Especially if you have kids, make this part of the process for making the family meals. Not only will they learn valuable skills in the kitchen, but it will save you time. As I've mentioned before, I've been living with my mom for a couple of years, and what we do is we split the washing of the blender and the juicer in the morning. We both use each of them, but I usually wash the juicer and she usually washes the blender. So then I only have one big appliance to wash during my morning routine. And sometimes she even surprises me and washes them both. A third idea, and this one was a great suggestion from another member of our medical medium community, Heather Richardson, is to hire somebody to help with food prep for a couple hours a week. At different times, she's done this with the neighbor's kids, and they'll come over for a relatively small amount of money to help chop veggies and do some of the food prep for, say, two or three hours a week, which saves her that time. And sometimes saving those couple of hours can make a big difference between your life feeling easier and the overwhelm. So tip number five is enlist others to help with the food prep and the cleanup. The sixth tip is to use a grocery shopping list. Now, I know that this might seem very basic, but if you ever plan to make a dish for dinner and found that you were missing a key ingredient, and then you either have to improvise, change your dinner plan, or run back to the grocery store to pick it up last minute. And oh, I think we all know how much that stinks. There were a couple of times when I was living in New York City when I'd go to my local organic grocery store three times in a day. Now, the store was at the end of my block, so it would only take me, call it, 15 or 20 minutes round trip, but it was three times in a day, for goodness sakes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a copy of the shopping list that I use. It's a downloadable file in Microsoft Word, and it's not locked at all, so you can go in and customize it for the foods that you buy most often. I have it arranged by meal and then essentially by recipe. So I have a section for the heavy metal detoxing smoothie ingredients and another section for the salad ingredients I usually buy and then another grouping for dinner dishes that I make frequently. So the point here is not that you should be buying exactly the same things that I've put on my list. And I know some of what we're going to have on there is going to overlap, especially when it comes to things like celery and lemons, but you can customize this for the things that you're buying. I'm going to put a link to this in the show notes. You can find it at podcast.carefullyhealing.com forward slash grocery shopping list. But again, in the notes, if you don't want to remember that and can't write this down. So tip number six is to use a grocery shopping list. So in summary, here are the six tips again. Use and wash each big appliance only once a day. Make more than one serving of a meal at a time. Combine your supplement powders ahead of time. Make the most of the kitchen equipment you already have. Enlist others to help with food prep and cleanup. And use a grocery shopping list. So I hope you found this helpful and that it saves you some valuable time in the kitchen. And feel free to find me on Instagram and let me know what your biggest time-saving ideas are. Sharing is caring. As a reminder, I've put links to both the combining supplement powders handout and my grocery shopping list in the show notes, as well as the YouTube links for some of the knife skills videos. You're not going to be able to see these on your podcast provider unless you hit follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for Quest for Healing. And this, as a reminder, is episode number 84. If you found this helpful, please share the podcast with a friend. I'm sure they'll be happy to save some time in the kitchen as well. If you're looking for some help to put together your own medical medium protocol or fine-tune the one you have, or if you have questions about how to address specific symptoms that you're struggling with, please feel free to reach out and schedule a health coaching session with me. We'll go through your health history, dig into what symptoms and conditions you're dealing with, and explore strategies to help you on your path for healing more quickly. Just check out my website at carefullyhealing.com to schedule an appointment or reach out to me on Instagram at Carefully Healing with Kirsten, which is K E R S T I N. Thank you for joining me today on the Quest for Healing podcast. These discussions are not intended to provide medical advice, but rather to give you examples of methods and modalities that you may find interesting, informative, or helpful. Please work with your doctor as you undertake your own health journey. it's Kirsten. Before I started out on my health journey, I didn't know how poisonous many of the cleaners I used in my home were. Then when I started trying to clean the toxins out of my body, I started to question if the cleaners I was using were just adding back more. And how does that make sense when we're using toxic chemicals to get things clean? So imagine how excited I was when I found non-toxic, fragrance-free, essential oil-free branch basics cleaners. Now I use them for many things around my house, including scrubbing my kitchen and bathroom, cleaning my juicer, and as the laundry detergent for cleaning my clothes. Plus it's also the soap that I use to wash my fruit because it's also sodium lauryl sulfate free. So check out branchbasics.com. Their starter kits make it so easy to get started and you can use my code carefullyhealing, which is all one word, for 15% off your purchase. And because I always want to be upfront with you, this is an affiliate link, so I will earn a small commission if you buy using my code. But I only recommend this product because I love it and use it myself. So if you're ready to start cleaning your home with a healthier cleaner, go to branchbasics.com.